0: I'm Whitney. I'm the oldest sister. I'm a professional counselor and a youth minister.
1: Hi, I'm Kelsey, and I'm the youngest sister. I'm currently a stay at home mom and the co owner of
2: Tava Ministries. And I'm producer Adam, the other co owner of Tava Ministries.
1: All right, so uh, this is episode three of Lord Help the Sister, and he- I am one of the sisters, Kelsey. And I'm Whitney. And I'm Samantha. And Samantha also was homeschooled, obviously. And we've referenced her throughout this podcast. And so you I
0: mentioned her near constantly, constantly.
1: And um, so Whitney had referenced earlier the fact that Samantha and I went to a co-op is what it was called. Actually, I'm so sorry, Samantha. Can you give the name of the co-op that we went to? The F Troop. The F Troop. It just makes sense. <laughs> Which was an ill name. I still don't think anybody knows what the F stands for, do we? Franklin. I think Franklin. Oh, it uh, was fun. It was a very fun group. Oh, is of, that what the F stands for? Maybe. Um, it was a really fun group of kiddos. We went kind of later in life, right? Samantha, I was definitely in seventh or eighth grade, um, and you were in high school. I think I drove us, actually. Yeah, you were driving. Was and I around? Why didn't I never I go? Was I? Well, I was probably 16. Kelsey was 13 or 13. 14. So I'd have been what, 18? Was I, I think you were in college.
0: I was going. Maybe Tech, we just Ivy did Tech, yeah. it
1: for yeah. one or two years. Okay. I think it wasn't a lot. I remember
0: mm-hmm. making fun of you guys for it. I don't remember the yes. content. So mm-hmm.
1: uh, to back up, our mom tried to get us into a different co-op, mm-hmm. actually, um, in our town, and unfortunately, we didn't meet the criteria. Rejected. And I don't even know if they gave us a, a legit reason we why didn't we didn't speak
0: enough languages
1: or play enough instruments. Do you remember that, Samantha? Right. I My think we were pretty classically based. I don't think that our curriculum was mm. in line with what they were doing. You say it like you agree with them, and that's true. That is hurtful. <laughs> we should have been let in because we were very educated. Sorry, I thought you just meant like why? Why did you think we weren't let in? I think that's what she you, said.
0: Okay. Oh wow, she specifically said this because you're not using classical curriculum.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could hear it. He just <laughs> You played a cool noise. Wah, 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 wah. Okay. Um, so we go to the F Troop. Samantha and I pull up there. there some of my first memories, Samantha, is there was lots of boys mm. at this group. Do you remember that? I do remember the boys, but more than that, I remember a girl who was probably older than me, probably 18, okay. and she greeted us, and she had a baby doll that she oh, was man. treating as lifelike. Yes. <laughs> it yes. was It was kind of a, a rough first interaction, yes, actually. But, but there right. were a lot of boys there. You because scared mom- of the baby doll? <laughs> it was a little off-putting did mom take us or did we just literally drove us because i think she heard about it that there was a bunch of people was this like an open invitation like how did you guys make it into that i don't know i think mom signed us up for it and then i think Samantha drove us and we Mm -hmm. went and they were they had a cooking class going on Mm -hmm. and there was tons of people playing in the sanctuary do you remember that like dodgeball Mm -hmm. or something scary (laughs) and we show up and we're like what are we doing? had you not played it up to that point at church i think at Uh, church it was a very sports focused co-op so was always some boys so there was a million boys and like a handful of girls and there was a (laughs) and there was a soccer like a soccer team a group of boys that were really into soccer and then there was like kind of like i mean clicks like a classic click situation but we came so late it felt like they were all so close did you have that impression Mm -hmm. they definitely all knew each other had some history i thought so too so what did you do during the group I actually have no idea. Like, I don't remember there being an organized like schedule, which I would have loved. I would have loved for someone to have handed me some type of like printout of like, this is what we're going to do while we're here. But it more felt like every time we would go, there was some type of like really um intense activity going on so like an outdoor field game or an indoor basketball game i think we just kind of hung to the sides and like talked to people yes was it just a like a phys ed thing no i think maybe they they all they offered classes i remember a cooking class i think they had a sewing class and i definitely remember we did do one cool thing so it was like home ec I think it was just like extracurricular things, oh. truly, like that you weren't getting with your your education at home. Like mm. here's a way that you can go do team sports if you're not in them or whatever, right? I mean, is that your, do you remember the Passover thing? That was the only specific mm-hmm. memory that stands out. So they, they reenacted it. They offered this whole thing right before Easter. They did like a Passover um, situation and they, we ate like the unleavened stuff and there was like maybe wine. I think there was a little bit of wine there Dang. perhaps. You I just remember out. like being so hungry, sitting down and be like this food sucks like not enjoying it at all do you remember that <laughs> yeah that was really weird <laughs> but I do definitely remember the carpet walls because they were always mm-hmm. throwing balls and I remember you're right I guess hanging mm-hmm. close to a wall out of fear that I don't know I was how long it. were you guys in this at least a year because we went on like a field trip with them in a big scary van in a really big homeschooled family van yep we drove downtown to Wheeler mm-hmm. sorted clothes I think mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we sorted clothes, so that was interesting. But Samantha had many a, an admirer at this group, I'm to say it. And the guy that she really liked, I secretly had a crush on, the one with the curly hair. Oh, no. And it was sad because. What was his name? He looked like Corbin Blue. I was going to say, should I share his name? Do you remember? Scott. Scott. I think it was Scotty, actually. Scotty. Scotty. That makes him better. <laughs> <laughs> I love- to be clear, I don't think I liked him. No, you didn't. I did. That was okay. the worst part. And you were like a teenager and I was like a frumpy twelve year old. I probably like hardly had anything together. I'm I know I definitely didn't. <laughs> I'm trying to you steal your out. I don't know. I just remember being very much a tomboy at that time. So Well to your credit, you, it was right before you're like, you know, everybody goes through like that jump in puberty. <laughs> you know, like it's like like I think <laughs> So what would be the pre to the then puberty jump? What was the Don't need a bra to need a bra? Yeah. Don't wash your hair to wash your hair. <laughs> I mean, I went to Arizona that way and then came back and then I like had a Like a know. butterfly. She came back emerging from her cocoon. And did you, everybody know, did. Some of us t- more than others. T- took me a while. <laughs> we socially only did what we had signed up for there. I remember we didn't go back. And then when you didn't go back the following year, I didn't want to go without you because I remember it seemed not messed hitting up. it off with anyone. Were there adults there? Yeah, a few. I don't ever remember interacting with any. I, remember, I remember coming
0: to something you guys did there and it was just like a bunch of boys. <sighs> Told you.
1: Boys group. <laughs> To be just to really bring my memory back, like, I think we rode in Scotty's conversion Band. We, we, <laughs> we could stand up in it. I remember that. <laughs> I can't believe
0: Mom and Dad let you guys it do that. It was the
1: fancy one with like the leather seats, and it was like the yeah. nice, sure. like no, yeah.
0: high
2: roof.
1: It was. It it's was my dream. High roof. Yeah. It's my dream car. The lights, the floor, and ceiling. Come on. There Places was a VHS. Then a, a TV. I remember that. <laughs> that's
0: freaking weird, is it?
1: The- would place for wheelchair in those. That's what they're for. So, Samantha, can we ask you the same questions? Are you. <laughs> you have to prehear them? Can I ask you the same questions about homeschooling that oh, I was. Sure. Okay. So, uh, Samantha, so I've been asking Winnie some questions about homeschooling, um, her experience. Do you have anything you'd like to share about your elementary or middle school experience? I think Winnie and I's experiences were pretty similar um I think like you you pointed out we did a lot of stuff together Whitney kind of was the she kind of paved the way for all the things she uh kind of paved the way for our homeschool I feel like so whatever Whitney did I feel like I usually did as well um which worked out well um but I, I don't know I mean it was a very I remember feeling like at that time I think it was very strange to be homeschooled I remember the weirdest memory is like going to Walmart and my mom being like hey if you guys are here at the store and like somebody says something to you um like just tell them you're homeschooled or whatever because they like people that. would randomly she ask was us like fearful. why aren't you in school and that was the first time I ever thought to be like afraid of yes. being homeschooled or like that it was something that would somebody would perceive as being wrong yes so I think that kind of frightened me and then I was like oh is there's something wrong with being homeschooled mm-hmm. so I think that was kind of an interesting experience early on and then as we got older I think it did become more normalized especially as Whitney and I got into middle and high school I think that we met more homeschooled kids. Whitney was working at a job and there was like other homeschooled kids there. Um, so I think that was kind of a good experience just to like normalize it a little bit. But I think because we had each other, I never felt too out of the loop because. Yeah, we definitely had have. a
0: different experience than a lot of homeschooled kids we knew though, right? Sisters, yeah. Like they seem to be around a lot of other homeschooled kids. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think also just because we were so involved with ministry, I think that also added a different layer too of being homeschooled because we were so involved in church and so involved in, Um, all of that stuff so I think it was just all around a pretty unique upbringing yeah anything to your I mean we talked about things we felt like we missed out in elementary school is there anything I mean you can middle school or whatever but we talked about you know field day and not knowing about specific things that were happening I don't ever remember feeling left out you guys would probably laugh at me but the only thing I ever like I would have loved to have participated in like I don't know, like, uh, what's it called? Gifted and talented or something like that. I would like have he was, yes, he was I loved, loved to have, yes, I would have loved to have been honored in programs that would have, you know, like, you know, acknowledged some things. I think I would have yes. loved that, but that's probably a silly um, contribution. I
2: don't know. Just the accolades. and so.
0: You're looking for the praise.
1: I don't know. No, I think it's just more of like the, like, this is a place that you excel in and let's, you know, like, let's talk about it. I don't know. standardized testing i know that's pretty silly but i would have loved to have been tested on a standard level (laughs) we are all so different Uh i just appreciate it
2: (laughs) i would have loved to have gotten rid of the standardized testing (laughs) experience that i had so maybe
0: it's not everything i talked it up to (laughs) be you did well in tests in in college
1: remember that yeah i loved the college experience Mm -hmm. it's great i was ready for it i was very prepared you sure were So, Samantha, in, uh, you know, our upbringing, did you know that you were different or that our circumstances, you kind of touched on that, but did you, as a little kid or some of your (laughs) early memories, did you think everyone was homeschooled? Did you? I don't think I started to feel that probably until middle school. I think elementary was very fun. I think I loved everything about it. In our early years of being homeschooled, Whitney and I did participate in a homeschool group where we would get together at someone's house and do, like, some bread making and some other um classes together we would learn about different i think it was more of like a homemaker's class to be that honest. lady who has all those sheep it was just an
0: experience group mm-hmm. samantha's where yeah. we would go on field trips together i can't yeah. believe i forgot that
1: yeah it was a great memory so i think wow. we had a really good elementary experience um we had you know other friends who were being homeschooled we were really uh close friends um two boys who were homeschooled at the time so that was really fun to be homeschooled with them and to play with them and all that kind of stuff and um I think middle school definitely I think but that probably just hits with a lot of people when you're kind of noticing things about yourself that you didn't notice before and so you're like oh wait not everybody's homeschooled but up until middle school I would say I just kind of thought it was pretty normal. Whitney and I were asking each other if we would homeschool our children would you like to speak to that Samantha? Yeah I think if you would have asked me before I had kids I would have said definitely no I would not homeschool them. Um, I think I just always felt really strongly that you know somebody went to school to to do that, to learn how to do that and to do it well. So why would I try to do that? Um, but no discredit to my mom because she did an amazing job. So it wasn't that I was dissatisfied with my experience. I just didn't necessarily feel qualified as an individual to do that. But my mom is very strong and independent and she's a lot of, she's a, a natural gifted teacher. So I just really felt like she had all those qualities that I felt like would, You know, she did an amazing job with all three of us. So it wasn't anything against her. It was just really more about myself and not feeling qualified. Um, You know, I went to school for a really long time to do a very specific thing. So I just thought, well, why would I homeschool my kids? There's people who go to school for this and do it well, and I'll just send them there. Then after having them, um, there were definitely some things. I think for me, it just came down to the time. So how much time I was going to be missing out on with my kids. It really wasn't that I thought I could do it better or that I was superior in any, any way. I just really didn't want to give up the eight hours a day with my five-year-old. I just wasn't ready to do that. So definitely having him and raising him when I got to that point, I was like, oh, I'm not ready to to hand this treasured person over to somebody else and to other people for such a long chunk of time. So There's a lot. Of, I think there's a lot I could say about why I homeschool now, but that was like my initial transition from like, I would never do this to like, oh, I would strongly consider this. And he is going to be in in what grade this coming year? He's going to be in second grade. So we've been homeschooling for two years. And then this will be year three coming up. Second gen. That's right. I was just thinking that sitting here.
0: We should get him some shirts so he doesn't feel left out. That's right.
1: He does some. You have him in some great things that I feel like he already is hopefully feeling included and part of the group. Does he like the library as much as we did? He absolutely loves the library. And to speak to your point, our library also has we have a STEM day for homeschoolers. Um I think there's two options through the week. We're in a pretty small town, so we have two options a week that they can take different classes there and there's it's always packed. Again, it's a small town, but there's always 30 kids in there.
0: So, do you guys remember um back in the day when some of the like stigmas around homeschooling um, I wanted to ask Samantha, what you thought about these now that you're homeschooling and Kelsey, feel free to weigh in as you're considering homeschooling as well. But, uh, do you guys remember, I mean, obviously besides the pajama question, do you get to have school in your pajamas? Did you, you remember that? I hated that question. Yeah. yeah. I was offended by it because our mom,
1: <laughs> I don't remember. It Maybe on my birthday.
0: laziness. That was just frustrating. It's sure. like,
1: really? You just think that's what we do all she day? She just
0: took it so seriously. And I don't, mm-hmm. not to like a crazy degree. She just took her job as mom and teacher very seriously. Yeah the, the, yeah, the pajama question, that was annoying. But what what were some of the other stigmas that you guys remember? I mean, what, the, the number two one that I remember people always asking if they said, hey, where did you go to school? I'm like, homeschooled, you know, or whatever. And they would say things about socialization. And mm-hmm. I don't remember, I mean, I don't remember when I started understanding what that word was, but it, when I did, I remember being like, well, what does, how do you even know? You don't know me. How do you know I'm not getting socialization?
1: Yeah, I think those were pretty common back then. I feel like now the biggest one that I encounter, um, people have said to me, "Oh, the school's not good enough." And I feel like that's kind of like a Yikes. really pointed, like that I think that we're better than the school system, or that I can do it better than the school can do it. So,
0: what are the reasons besides you said you didn't want to give up your your time? I mean, there are other reasons
1: to homeschool that,
0: that you do homeschool
1: um yeah for me it comes down to i feel like it's a it's a faith-based thing so discipleship just the one-on-one time that i'm gonna get to be around him i think for us i know i can speak personally maybe you guys can chime in on this but being homeschooled really solidified i think who i was as a person not the homeschooling aspect but the amount of time that i was with the family unit that solidified i think my security and like who i was as a person and so i just really wanted to give my kids off the bat like that sense of security as we are a family unit we make decisions together. We work together. We're a team. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt that and still feel that I still, Do you I think Dad back saying to that? That. I mean, he always said that's why he wanted us to be homeschooled is because <clears throat> he wanted him and mom to be the biggest influence in our life. I mean, I feel like he said that forever. verbatim.
0: Yeah, I remember that verbatim. Right. So those, those are some of the, the stigmas that, you know, you remember from when we were young, but also ones you face now. Questions, maybe not stigmas, but just questions.
1: I mean, there's just a constant, uh, you're so sheltered, which is true. We were very sheltered, but also an ignorance that you don't know about things. And I think to our discredit most of the time, people just assumed we were just like, you know, backwoods. I mean, did you ever feel that way? I feel like people treated me that way. I was also involved in a lot of things, and then I eventually went to school, school. So I feel sure. like I heard a lot more of it. I
0: remember us being, I, I, maybe Samantha can remember this too, since we were closer in age, but being accused of being perfect a lot. mm that was right, I, and I think that's what I was getting shoes. at too. Even
1: even now, I think that that is kind of a that that still remains. It today. still
0: follows. It follows mm-hmm. you around too, even into adulthood. When people say, "Oh, where'd you, did you go to the local high school or whatever?" And I was homeschooled. Oh, that's different. I mean, even mm-hmm. like Kelsey said at the beginning of our time together today, she was talking about how in twenty twenty three, you know, homeschooling is different. Partially, I, I I think due in part to the pandemic. COVID,
1: yeah, right. I was gonna say I think I came into homeschooling at a really good time for our family because it was so even now it's so accepted, it's so widely done. There's a lot of state programs that are coming out that are actually funding homeschooling right. because so many people are um, choosing to do that, take their kids out of school. And mm-hmm. I think that started in 2020. I think a lot of people felt like, oh, I can do this. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of people I think were like, I never wanna do this,
0: so. What yeah. are some of the reasons you guys think people homeschool? I mean, I, I heard the ones you know that motivate you, Samantha, but.
1: I mean, working at a private Christian school, people were always talking about how they wanted their kids to be in a safer environment, and they believed even in a small Christian school that that was going to be a, a safer place. Um, and I think that's definitely one that, that people think and choose homeschooling now.
0: Yeah, I wonder I wonder about control over curriculum, too, if people enjoy that, like getting to choose or individualize it. What's too. being taught
1: and what's not.
2: Mm. I had a friend ask... Um, Basically something to the effect of like why do you feel like it's okay to indoctrinate your own kid with things, which I obviously there was a pointed nature to that, uh in a religious sense. But um what are your guys' thoughts on that?
1: I think I don't know, you guys can all speak to this obviously, but I would have to say like I don't look at it as indoctrination. because um, I mean you could argue that for anything that right from any perspective that that is what you're doing as a parent. So I think that's kind of hard to shy away from because obviously you're going to share it with them what you believe. Mm -hmm. Um, But do you mean more in the sense of like um, giving them exclusively your viewpoint and not exposing them to other viewpoints? I think to that, I think like I do appreciate other people's viewpoints and do try to pull that. I know personally, like I do try to pull that into my um, homeschooling with Isaiah and like the classes that he takes, the sports that he's involved in. You know, like we always have a very specific thing list of things that we want him to be involved in and doing. and I would love if their worldview matches up with mine, but at some point I would love that it didn't because that would be a great you know thing to talk about and expose him to and talk through together. That's my hope is that like whatever he is getting from other places that we can break those things down together. But I don't know, I don't think you can ever avoid like mm-hmm. indoctrinating your kids, right?
0: Yeah. I don't like the word. I agree with you. I think it's a sucky word, but yeah, I think no matter how you're raising your kids, whether you're homeschooling them or sending them to school, you know, your opinions, your views, kids are going to adopt those, Right. you know, and, and at some point, of course, they're going to start, you know, when they get choice and they get to be exposed to other things, they're going to edit those, especially when they're 12 or 13, because that's, that's natural. It's built into us to start exploring the world, you know, differently and not just looking to our parents for answers.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely i don't think any of our reasons are necessarily to be i'm not homeschooling not wanting to homeschool our child because i i want to completely shelter her i want her to be around other people and like smith said i want her to be involved in um other activities where she'll meet people with different things that way we can be talking about it and i do know hopefully what's happening um more that would be great but i also am open because it's the world, and I can't protect her all the time. Sure, homeschooling's not gonna. It's not about mm. sheltering. It's mm-hmm. about being like. What but our that's dad the said. annoying thing that people say sure. that you know what I mean. You're just so sure. sheltered. Or but it's, a, it's
0: about wanting to be the biggest influence in your kids' lives. It doesn't mean saying every you know my opinion is right and everybody's wrong. I mean, it's here's what we believe as a family. Let's talk about it. Let's. What are your opinions? What do you think? What did you see on that TV show? What did your friend from down the street tell you? Right.
1: Well, think about the popular movie that we all know. Can I say it? Can I say that? that The movie that we all probably know, Mean Girls, you know, the beginning segment of that is here's the type of homeschoolers, you know what I mean? And it goes to follow along this girl who gets completely, you know, corrupted in public school. And I really believe that's such a stereotype that people believe. And so it's interesting because I have several homeschool friends. That I met in college at a private Christian school who like abhor homeschooling now. They don't want to do it. They felt like it was um, not done well for them. They felt so shocked when they went into um, like college or school, even though we went to like a private school. I think people just felt like it was a really negative experience for them. And I'm so interested in that because it wasn't my experience. And I went to a public school. I got to experience that. And I was embarrassed many times not feeling like I knew what was going on culturally how to even simply like I wore like jorts my first day of <laughs> I, have a, I have a picture of me wearing jean shorts that are like Bermuda length very really appropriate with, with an undershirt shirt. do you remember as an undershirt and with a collared shirt because mom thought I should really be like you know look like, a, like I think that was my shirt the was it the, the orange, orange one? I loved that outfit that was one of my favorite outfits yeah. I just remember thinking I was the only person dressed I'm sorry like that, I that wrong with no this. it's fine I just I think that was that was wonderful but it's just funny because I don't think that that for me, it wasn't a super negative experience to feel like I didn't know things. I felt embarrassed sometimes, but I think I also was a little bit oblivious to things I didn't know. Luckily.
0: I think it's wild that you, you did that. You know, you, you went from homeschooling to that because I remember like just recently in the past 10 years or so learning a, what block scheduling is, or like, mm. you know, just those, like the mechanics of like, how did, you know, Yeah, figuring out, I, I didn't know how to do a combination for a locker. So we never had a locker. So I, I still struggle with the combination locks, <laughs> like as silly as that it. is. It, it, it's Mom it's trivial. Me at home. It's menial. It doesn't matter. None of that stuff matters. Sure. But I do think it's, it's pretty neat to see your resilience. How you figured that out. Sure. Clearly you figured it out.
1: I saw my first drawn penis, my first day of school on my friend's planner. I had wow. no, I asked her what it was. I had no idea what it was. Can I say it? I thought somebody drew one on our driveway once. They did. I That's what you, I you saw probably that. didn't see. Okay. It. Yeah, no, I we didn't. washed
0: it off. <laughs> Samantha, Samantha and I didn't let them in our clubhouse, and we <laughs> put Whitney as a bee and drew and a bean. <sighs> for no good
1: reason. It was it was
0: a tough day for me and Buzz. We, I think we cried.
1: I remember Mom and Dad saying we couldn't go outside and look at it.
0: Dad went out with a hose and very angrily washed it off. Mm-hmm. It was sweet.
2: So you guys weren't that sheltered then, after all. Look at that.
1: We saw penises
0: <laughs> in, <laughs> in chalk form for sure. <laughs>
1: That's, that, i mean that's kind of the point though right Is like i feel like no matter how you mm-hmm.
0: right no matter, no matter what how you
1: parent or wh- wh- how you what you do
0: with There's your kids. There's still pop ups on yeah. your AOL browser that other kids your age saw too.
1: I also think it speaks to my character a little bit because I was a forever, like, play outside, play with my friends, very oblivious type of kid because I love to play and I love to, uh, to the time portion that I was talking about earlier. I used all of my time until the last minute to be outside with my neighborhood friends. And so, as a personality, I was oblivious. And so, things like not ever hearing certain cuss words until the day I went to school, mm-hmm. you know, that was, that was who I was. Even Maybe if I went to middle school, I may not have even like, noticed that just because my head was kind of in the clouds as far as I was just a kid for as long as possible. I didn't care about anything besides playing for a really long time. I mean, yeah, 9th 10th grade. Kind of like though. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. It really was.
2: Why do you guys think that your mom chose to homeschool you guys since she didn't come from a homeschool background? That was probably a pretty big leap, you know, into a, totally uncharted territory for her.
1: I think now I want to ask her, honestly. And now that you asked me that question, I would love to know her full answer. But if I had to guess, I think I would say they just wanted to do everything so different. I think they had different life experiences growing Mm -hmm. up, both of them. And so I think I really see them as two people who came together with different things that you know they experienced and they wanted kids so bad they wanted kids so bad yeah they just wanted i just felt like they wanted to do things right and they wanted to start a new legacy and a new chapter and a new family unit and i think homeschooling was how they chose to do that it was a really good way to put it
2: i mean i think that's what a lot of people want you know like in the grand scheme of things that's exactly what they want i just don't think that that for a long time there it, it felt like going to homeschool was good way of achieving that you know having your your cake and eating it too you know getting to be with your family and making family important while also getting to educate your kids and have a career I mean like they really got to do a lot of really cool things that I think a lot of people missed out on because they were too scared or too I don't know not open to doing something that was you know different
0: just didn't have the resources to i mean i'm not saying they had all the resources in the world because i i know they sure didn't but they figured it out they made some sacrifices to make it possible
1: Mm -hmm. well they prioritized and then i feel like they just uh, made the sacrifices accordingly because it didn't matter all the other things if we were together that was the most important thing to them Okay, so to go ahead and just wrap up this episode, um, we'd love to hear your guys' experiences um, with homeschoolers. Maybe uh, you as a listener, you were homeschooled, um, or maybe you knew somebody, and we would love to talk about some of the stereotypes or how you felt about it. And um, So please just go ahead and email.
2: Adam, that's A-D-A-M, at tavaministries.com.
1: Yeah. So go ahead and email those to us. Thank you so much for listening to episode three of Lord Help the Sister. Don't forget to like and subscribe and click the link in our show notes to email
0: questions to producer Adam. Thanks for listening.